Oi. 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 You're listening to Until the Kettle Boils, a podcast at sea. So, uh, the Until the Kettle Boils crew is tucked back into the sail locker. Back in, back in, back in. Uh, Sit down, doing your love. Engine's on, so we're uh, going somewhere quiet. It's kind of nice, kind of intimate, change of atmosphere. It is, it is. Yeah, I'm sitting in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah we got yeah, Heather yeah. joining yeah, us. Today. Thank you, Heather. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Well, uh, Drew farted in our room, so I had to so the get out of there. <laughs> A nicer place to sit. <laughs> so I had to sit in the bathroom instead. <laughs> So you probably remember the say locker and the bathroom and the lab from our previous uh, episodes. Um, it's nice back here. It's it's kind of cool. It's you can shut off the world behind you. Yeah. And uh, just you know enjoy the smells. So Drew. Hey Josh. Yesterday you said it was the best day of your life with seeing all the wildlife you, you saw. Said it was one of the best days. Of my one life. of the be- one of the best days in your life. Did today top that day? Today was by far topped yesterday. Bester. Yes, it was Bestest. much better than yesterday, and that's hard to believe because yesterday was a pretty dang good day. But there was one key distinction that set it apart. You know what that was, Josh? What was it? I don't know. know. Yeah, I want to hear you say it. It was meeting my long-lost brother, good old Finnegan the Finn Whale. <laughs> Finnegan it is. Well, he's Irish, you're well. half Irish, half Scottish, so yes, what is your brother? Uh, yeah, we, we had an amazing encounter with whales today. Uh, we first started seeing whales, I think around lunchtime today, just after we finished the science, and uh, we did three net toes. We started seeing blowholes, so we pursued, uh, and then we realized they were all around us, and then they were so close that we just, we, we just had to jump in the water. So we had no time to think. The dinghy was half launched, we just left it, Swinging against the about a quarter launched, I'd say. Yeah, a quarter launched, and we just we abandoned the dinghy idea, and we just uh, myself, Josh, Corbin, and Adam had our fins on deck and our masks, and we just jumped into the frigid waters of the uh, of the East Pacific coast, and um, wow, yeah, it was very cold. But it definitely paid off. We we ended up swimming with a fin whale for almost an hour and a half. It just stuck by us. The same whale just kept circling our boat. It was just super curious about all of us in the water, just probably wondering what the heck these weirdos are doing in this cold water without wetsuits on or anything. And and uh, yeah, there was some, it was spectacular. Not much more to say. He summed it up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Fin whales also, they're the second largest whale, second largest animal in the world, right? Second largest animal in the world. Heather, how big are they? Yeah, so those those fin whales can grow in between 60 and 75 feet, which is just under 10 feet, which is uh, the largest whale, which is the blue whale. It's only 10 feet smaller than the blue blue whale. That's potentially, and this one was a, a big animal. I'd say it was very, very as big. big as our boat, which is 67, or at least as close uh, yeah, to yeah, Real close. It was a big animal, and she was so close to us. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, I also jumped in the water slightly later after launching the dinghy that you guys left behind and turning on the batteries that you didn't check and all kind of other stuff. But that's not the case. Um, and then, yeah, when it was jumping really close to the dinghy and you guys were somewhere a little back 
I also jumped and swam over to the dinghy and I did have a chance to see it underwater and see it close to me in the water. And yeah, it was cold. <laughs> it was freezing. I mean, I'm still waiting for parts of my body to fall back to where they belong. <laughs> still waiting. I think I'm caught something. Did you find those nipples along the way? Yeah, and I dropped the nipples, but yeah, yeah I know, mean, unnecessary. I'm a guy, I don't need them. So yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't worry too much about those. But yeah, the others, um, waiting no it was amazing it's amazing amazing yeah uh, it was, it yeah. was un really unreal it also happens to be ty's birthday our uh the expedition manager so really cool experience that nature provided for for a birthday wish today yeah, cool uh, he ended up getting in the water uh he, he was on the the disco crew with yoav also hannah was on board and heather yeah i was driving Heather was driving in a bikini. It looked so weird because it was freezing out. It was. I had no time to grab a wetsuit. I was like, "What? Let's go in the water. No wetsuit." Today's conditions also were perfect. Like you couldn't have asked for a better day. There's no way like captain and all of crew could have jumped in except for a day like today. Yeah, surprisingly. Well, Corbin did say, "No worry, I'm on the helm." And then jumped in the water five minutes after that. But yeah. Yeah, and what really calm day, really like easy to like. Okay, we can jump, we can go, we can swim. <laughs> Definitely not the same as yesterday. Yesterday was very rough. It was not yeah. the case. Some of these swimming in the water, per se. It was interesting too. The only person that didn't get in the water was Ben. Yeah, yeah out of right? all the people. Like, why did he not get in the water? He said he wanted to wait until it crossed his path right at the bow where he was standing. He was going to jump and ride it. That's yeah, what he, he wanted to do. Just gonna jump in, but he didn't even have any goggles on him right, uh, right up I think there. He was joking, and I, I think he just didn't want to get cold. It is cold, it was, it was very cold. really cold. I'm amazed we all lasted in there for about an hour and a half, especially like, you, Heather. You were in a bikini, I had a bikini on because <laughs> you, you said you drove. I don't know if I really saw you in the water much. You yeah. were able to get in and I see, I think you yeah. waited a lot until I waited. Hannah. I got oh my god, Hannah and Ty were in the dinghy when it came like 10 feet from our dinghy and I was just like Coco and they both jumped in and I was like oh my god this is amazing but um about four more times it came close to us like that and Ty and I were rotating on the helm so I got to jump in when it was like 10 feet away from us yeah. which was just unbelievable how cold were you I was freezing I was really cold I was trying to like slow my breathing so was I it was so challenging and, to do that. and then at one point it looked like I was having a seizure <laughs> yeah, by the end. It's pretty warm outside though. I felt be, being in the being a part of the water crew, I felt like uh, you know we weren't getting out onto the dinghy in between whale passes, and I just felt felt like you had to have your head in the water to see the whales coming because it would basically the the visibility was only maybe twenty feet, twenty or thirty feet, mm -hmm. but really hazy water like a kind of like a grayish blue. And so when you're looking down, like you only, you might see the most the faintest silhouette when it's like 30 feet away, and that's your indication that it's coming by, and you have to see that as soon as possible in order to potentially have a, a close, amazing pass, which uh, we all experienced. And um, but to, to do that, you have to keep your head in the water, and that's where you lose the most of your heat. So I felt like by after like an hour of doing that, I was my I, my brain was fully frozen. Just I wanted to keep my head out of the water, but I, I just had to keep looking down. It was cold. Yeah, it was really cold. We did I like think, a polar plunge today. Did you get some footage? <laughs> 
Uh, Corbin got some good footage. Ty also got some footage. Ty got a little selfie action with the whale, so no way. that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, when him and Hannah both jumped in. I was debating, I was like, should I just jump in right in between them and get in on the selfie action? But, yeah, they, they were like, yeah, GoPro selfie action. But yeah, a lot of good photos, too. I got a, some pretty sweet shots of Drew with the whale. And I saw that. So, so grateful for that. Epic. Yeah. I just was blown away because, you know, like, I've never experienced, I've never experienced marine mammals or even wildlife to this scale where it's so curious about us as well like this whale was unbound by anything it could have gone in any direction yet it circled our boat it must have circled our boat like maybe 10 to 15 times around our boat and it stuck around for an hour and a half the same whale mm. you know there was nothing binding it there besides its own curiosity and I think that that was really cool to share that because you could tell that it was reciprocated on both sides you know and that was really special I think twice the group that I was with, we weren't looking in the right direction, and it came up and to take a breath right next to us, like right behind us, but no one saw it until we heard it, and it was so scary. But like literally, it just it kept coming back to us. Crazy. Yeah, it really liked our little squad. Yeah, it liked us over there. I think it was mostly interested or noticing the big boat because it kept coming up from the sides of the boat. But yeah, it definitely paid attention to the people. I, I disagree. I think it was focused on the people in the water, 100%. I think that I think it could see us much better than we could see it, because every time I would spy it from the deep, it was always tilted on one side, and it always had its eye right on us. Hmm. And uh, like there were two times where I had amazing past experiences with it, where I saw, I was the first one to see it underwater, and I swam with it above the surface and it matched my pace. It wasn't racing, it wasn't speeding by or trying to get away and I just swam right along the surface. And then the second time, I dove down just five feet under the water, 10 feet under the water, and then it started swimming up into me and I literally thought that it was gonna just come up to me and give me a wrap its flippers around me and give me a big <laughs> hug. I, I saw the whole thing unfolding. And uh, it, got, it, it got within, probably just out of arm's reach, probably five feet away from that time. We were like 15, 10 or 15 feet under the surface. It's amazing. So Yoav, mm -hmm. you've done a lot more sailing than all of us, and you've probably seen a lot more whales from the ocean. <coughs> I think, uh, so I, th I think for myself, anytime I'm out on the sea, wildlife is like my favorite thing ever. What is your like favorite aspect uh, of sailing yeah, sure. and the things I you've mean, done? As in when you're talking about like a surprise or like a cool encounter or cool anything, yeah, wildlife is always the best. And a whale, obviously. And the rarest or the bigger or the the more active encounter is the best. So yeah, definitely meeting a whale somewhere. But you know, you get excited with dolphins as well or even passing next to a seal. And you usually keep your calm a bit more than a specific group of this world. Don't get hysteric about it. But yeah, it's definitely always the peak. It's definitely always something to look for or to, to get excited about. Uh, it's not what makes sailing enjoyable or a thing, but it's definitely cool. It's just like crazy. Every time you see it, you want to see more and, and you want to go with it or you want it to get close to you and you get excited when you think it's uh, con communicating or curious or, you know, kind of making contact. 
It's amazing. But yeah, I've never seen, I mean, I've seen whales as close, but never as uh, connected or as, um, I don't know. Engaged? Engaged, yeah. That's yeah. a good word. I never that much. It was probably the coolest encounter. Uh, the same as yesterday was the most active uh, in terms of wildlife that I've had. Yeah. Um, so we are that because of the way that this expedition is set up and what we're out here to see and capture, it puts us in a really unique situation as far as encountering wildlife and having these these unique experiences out here like I remember I know that you were telling me Heather you've done an ocean crossing uh, before and you didn't even get in to swim one time as you crossed the whole South Pacific right mm -hmm. correct really yeah yeah it just uh that's just not what we were aiming to do we were just aiming to get from one point get to another. from Mexico to French Polynesia that was just our our goal okay. and we saw a lot of wildlife we saw dolphins almost every day but yeah we never well, stopped the boat to ah, okay. but, yeah, with but never stopped for anything never for a quick jump or anything no about, about stopping for wildlife I can tell you most I think the most most people don't stop for every animal they see <laughs> like you see it's impossible really it's impossible you can't go even if you're actually aiming to get somewhere and usually people get on a boat to get to another place unless you have really all the time in the world you don't you can't start turning your boat around after every animal you kind of let it go with you and you're happy for whatever it gives you or whatever it like to likes to share with you but yeah usually and as far as i know yeah as far as i can guess or know from people and from my past experience you just you kind of let it happen but you don't chase it as much as if you need to shake a hand with every single dolphin you see <laughs> um, so that that's a bit excessive over here but uh, yeah so yeah I, I mean we saw dolphins as well we never even considered when i was crossing oceans we never considered let's stop and jump with them especially because it's usually dolphins obviously they'll just go because they all they want is the moving boat and whales yeah you can uh, i've learned a lot about whales in this in this trip Usually I just let them swim next to me and be happy for the whole five minutes or ten minutes they gave me. And, but yeah, I learned some uh, whale uh, chasing techniques, or rather not chasing, but uh, Position positioning, yeah, going parallel and kind of waiting for them on their path. And then maybe trying to get them. But also, as we've seen, jumping in the water to get to a whale is tricky doesn't promise that or usually promises that you won't get as close except for today I was really lucky and again it was the animal's choice I mean yeah. it stayed with us it chose to be around us it was crazy it was freaking crazy we were just giving off some like extreme positive vibes yeah. and the whale was like alright I'm picking up on that I was a little maybe worried. Brown, maybe he knew about the brownies. Tonight, yeah. I was a little worried it was gonna sense my shakiness of my me being so cold. It was gonna think I was like a, a wounded <laughs> fish or something. <laughs> that's no, that's a crazy part of the big, biggest, big animals. Like in the biggest whales, they eat the smallest creatures. They eat all of them. Oh yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. Most, most. Valley, though, yeah. Valley. It's crazy. Uh, Heather, you have seen a blue whale before. Yes. Was it on that trip where you guys weren't able to get in the water? No, it was just before that trip, but it 
was with the same people. And, and you jumped we in. did get in the water with them, but we didn't see them underwater. Mm. So we were sailing and we saw them really close to the boat, but when we got into the water, we didn't see them in the water. Did you stop? They moved along with you, just along with you, parallel. Yeah, yeah, they were just moving with there, us. We saw them from afar, they were coming towards us, and by the time they got to us, there was only like one kind of like left, just like hanging around and still coming up to spout, but we tried jumping in with it, but yeah, we didn't see it underwater. But I didn't realize that the blue whale is so uncommon. Uh, I was reading up on it, and you were saying, Josh, that it's, yeah, it's just like, like almost like non-existent. They're going somewhere. extinct. There's only like 2,000, 3,000 left in the world, which is crazy. We saw them in the Sea of Cortez, and in the book it said that's where they're like most found. Whoa! Woohoo! And that's it, folks. The kettle's boiled. Oh, the English Adam. messengers come with a sweet and sad announcement. <laughs> kettle's boiled. I expect you to have the ready. kettle in the your hand. Oh my gosh, so And it's bread. All right. This was an episode on whales. <laughs> whales Kettle's on, so time to go drink some tea and we'll go find man. your whales. Go, go hug whales. <laughs> Till the AM. You're listening to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs>